Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today, I'd like to share with you the second episode of the What Matters series, a YouTube series I produced, and it's available on my YouTube channel. And this time, I talk about how options can be a wonderful protection for your career, how having different options will allow you to be increase your safety and increase your stability during these turbulent times. The audio is an original audio, so it's around 10 minutes, so it's a little bit longer than the usual, okay? I hope you enjoy it, and see you next time with another 5 Minutes Podcast. Options are the best career insurance you may have. It's your fortress. In the past, people believed that castle walls like these ones were enough to protect them. Others may have used money as a protection. Others felt protected with religion and faith. Options are at the center of our need and natural desire to mitigate risks and increase safety. Time changes things. I'm not saying that these walls or money are not useful anymore. My view is that options are the key factor that adds a layer of protection on the top of everything else. If you have options and your current condition is not satisfactory, you just move to another option. Of course, this is easy to say, but not easy to do. First, it depends on what is your starting point in life. Suppose you face poverty, violence, war, disease, like billions around the earth. In that case, your path is far more challenging. And this is why now I recognize that the concept of meritocracy is a fallacy. Merit needs to consider fair competition and similar starting points. It's not just giving the trophy to who crossed the end line first. And looking backwards, I myself had a harder comfortable starting point. My father was a teacher and I had the opportunity to go to a public university. And I remember when I was a chemical engineering student, my father used to tell me that his dream was to see me joining a large oil or chemical company as an intern. And after 35 years, I would retire as a director or maybe even a CEO. I also remember some of the companies the parents of my colleagues used to work for. If you got a job there, you would be awarded also with a house, a car, a school for your kids, a hospital, a club, friends, social life, and everything else. It was an incredible offer. But for me, it was some sort of lobster trap. Sorry for being blunt here. It's all great until the day you decide to leave or the company decides they don't need you anymore. When it happens, you are not only leaving your job, you are leaving your house, the school of your kids, your healthcare. You are leaving your life. It's like a cage. Maybe 
It's a golden cage. But it's not because it's golden that it's not a cage. For me, the best thing has always been to have freedom. And freedom even to decide to stay inside the cage, but a cage where you have the keys. However, time accommodates you. You think your keys still work, but over time, the old lock stopped working due to the rust and age. And again, times are changing. There is no employment for life anymore. What to do then? You should not become paranoid, but you need to be mindful and permanently test your options. Let's do an exercise right now. Try to answer the following questions. What will happen if I do not get my first job tomorrow? What will happen if I lose my job tomorrow? What will I do if tomorrow my client cancels the contract I'm working on? What will I do if the government changes the law that provides some legal protection to my work? Or even, what will I do if the restaurant I work for closes tomorrow due to COVID-19? If the answer to one of these questions takes you out of the bed tonight, you should start thinking about options. Remember that this could happen to anyone, anytime. You need to create ways to improve your ability and adaptability. And to improve your ability and adaptability, you should focus on three things. First, knowledge. You may have just left college or a professional school, but all of you should learn new things. Explore the boundaries and the frontiers of new knowledge. Take learning not as a step towards professional life, but as a permanent process of growth. Today, many learning options are available for free. You can learn how to code, you can learn how to play an instrument by just going on YouTube. Leverage yourself with that. Learn things that you love and don't know. I spend around one hour every week learning about astronomy. In the same week, I watch cooking classes. I spend time reading from different political perspectives, trying to understand what is behind such a different thinking. This makes me more aware and more assertive. Second, improve your networking, but the right networking. Networking is a give and share act. Sadly, most of the messages I receive are people asking, selling, or trying to get something from me. It's quite unusual for me to receive networking messages providing insights, telling stories, or sharing something that may matter to me. And this is what real networking is. It's not only things that interest you, you should remember that before you put your next networking message out. And finally, the third way to increase your adaptability is to increase your mobility. Maybe your next opportunity is not in the corner of your street. It may not be a physical office. It may not be in your mother tongue. 
Mobility is also your capability to operate in different cultures and different languages. Some people were exposed to languages at an early age. However, for the vast majority, including myself, this was not the case. I started learning English at the age of 22. It was incredibly hard, and I still make many mistakes. But it's possible. Go for it. As Nassim Taleb said in the book Antifragile, some things benefit from shocks. They thrive and grow when exposed to volatility, randomness, disorder, and stressors. Sometimes you should opt for some discomfort and challenge to become stronger, better, and more resilient in the future. And that is true for young age and later. How do you think I felt when in 2012, my wife and I decided to move from Brazil to Denmark with our eight and 12 year old daughters? For the first time, I left everything behind, including most of my career to work for the United Nations. It was the first time I was an employee working for someone else full time. It was also the first time working in a very large and complex institution. It was very scary, really scary in all senses. But challenges and fears I faced during those five years brought me a new perspective of work, diversity, inequality, and poverty. I had an incredible opportunity to live in Denmark. At the same time, I was able to make friends from Niger in Africa, to go to Haiti, to visit Afghanistan, to meet such an amazing group of people that I would not have the chance if it was not there. These years also brought me a different perspective on my work in project management. For the first time, I felt that failure was not related to capital losses, but related to people's lives. It changed completely who I am today. Success and fulfillment are not a one-time shot. They are built brick by brick. And this is what I will discuss in the next episode, where I will share my way of building your own roadmap. Thank you.